full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on a Friday. Thanks for being here with us on 1069 FM 1390 AM. Also streaming on the 1069 The Fan mobile app. And 1069thefan.com. Ah, it's Friday. Feels good. It's nice out there today. It's a good Friday. We've got a good good football game dialed up for tomorrow. We'll give you some uh, previews, some predictions, some keys, our score predictions for what we think is going to happen. Love to get yours as well. Chime in on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Let us know what you think the score is going to be for tomorrow's game. I'm so pissed. I shouldn't say that word, but dude, I had two tickets in my hand that I was going to give away on today's show. Oh, I need a... We we might know where they're at. If they're there. We? Uh, yeah. We. Um, Shoot. Yeah. That doesn't include me, by yes, the way. Yes, it does. It does include you. I have you. no idea. You do too. You, st- you took them. You went to my desk and are playing that one of those stupid tricks. I was going to give him away today, too. I'm bummed out. Hey, uh, it is a Friday. It's beautiful weather. Um, yes. But what the fetch are you wearing? Clothes. Could you be any more of a nerd right now? What are you talking about? What is that on your shirt? Oh, that's Boba Fett. Who? That's Boba Fett on Who my is- shirt. It's a Boba Fett t-shirt. Who is Barbara Fett? Why why do you have a t-shirt of Barbara? Or Bobby? Bobby? Or Bubba? What what in the Boba. world is that, man? It's Boba. Who is Boba? You know, Star Wars? No, I don't. Obviously, I don't or else I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> yeah. So my, my kids didn't have school today. Like I guess no one around the area had school today. Wait, why? Uh, teacher development day, I guess. Dude, kids get every day off these days. That sucks. So, I'm not in my normal uh, business attire. Wow, well, that's for dang sure. We had, so you're like, hey, we had kids, some stuff going today. Since you got the day off, I'm going to wear a Boba Fett shirt for you. Aren't I the dad of the year? I don't... What in the world? <laughs> don't you watch The Mandalorian? No! I don't have Actually, no I got this I shirt before no The Mandalorian, Mandalorian came out. Like, is. years before The Mandalorian. Who is Mandalorian? <laughs> Come on. No, you come on. Who's Mandy? Hope it's a I hope it's a great island. Um big night tonight in high school football. Oh man, we're region 11. Halfway through region play, aren't we? We only got a few weeks left. So, uh, a couple big showdowns here tonight. Um it's homecoming at Logan and it's homecoming at uh, Ridgeline tonight. So, Logan is hosting Skyview and I think this will be a really big showdown. Me, I think it's going to be a good game. I think game. this will be one of the better games on I the schedule. Too. I do, too. Ridgeline's hosting Mountain Crest. From what I understand, that game is still on. 
Why wouldn't it be? Uh, I know there's been a lot of COVID out at Mountain Crest. Uh-oh. But uh, so I, now I don't know the extent of how that who's may or available may not, and who isn't, huh? Yeah, be affecting the team. Okay. I know it's a traditional rivalry there, and you can normally throw out the the, the season records and whatnot. But don't in this case. I don't think this year is going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, and then Green Canyon is hosting Bear River, and Bear River has come so close in so many different games, and they just can't quite get that W. Um, our text line is open, by the way, 435-339-0321 to text into our Gil Mortgage text line, 8003. RJ, really? This is the way? Yes! Wait, this is the way what? This is the way. This is the way what? I have spoken. This is the way you have spoken? What is going on right. right now? Eight zero zero three. What in the world is going on over I here? I have spoken. What? This is the way that you have spoken. What does that mean? Oh, those are separate. What's separate? This is the way. This is the way. You treat me. This is the way. What? And I have spoken. This is the way, and I have spoken. Those are two separate things. If you know, you know. I need, I need, I need like five ibuprofen. <laughs> you know. I need four Tylenol. You know, I need a bottle of vodka or something to get me through here. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think Ridgeline, Ridgeline runs away tonight against Mountain Crest. Uh, Logan and Skyview's fifty-fifty, man. I think Logan's a good, good football team right now. Skyview's still trying to find their way, find their identity with this new team. I, I think that could be a good. That's at Logan too. Is that right again? Yes, yeah, Logan. I, that's gonna be a heck of a football game. Bear River, you're right. Just kind of went started backwards and never is able to go forward. Uh, they're they're having some major struggles over there right now with that football team. So, but they got a big one against Green Canyon. So, uh, yeah, we're and then what? We're two weeks left to region play or three weeks left to region play. So we've got tonight. Yep. and we've got two more weeks. So three, so we're halfway through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then some teams have the fall break game. Some don't. Green Canyon and Logan do not. Everybody else does. Uh, but um, one one last chance to improve your RPI or just get a, a tune-up before uh, the, the playoffs get going. And yeah. The way that it works, everybody's going to go to the playoffs in the first round. You just don't know if you're, you're staying close to home or if you're making a trip down to southern Utah. So there's no in between. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There is no in between this year. It's either going in south or going north. That's it. I hate that, by the way. What a horrific decision. It's just that, that didn't make any sense to do that. I know. I just it, it, it still bothers me, too. It's going to ruin all the sports in 4A. I, I don't know if it'll ruin sports in 4A. It does. It just there's what 11 teams in the region in the, in the class now. 13. 13. Yeah, it's not my. Not thrilled about it. In fact, I haven't even looked at it. it's region nine right now. You know what region or uh, what the region looks like in the uh, in the standings. Off to. Uh, actually, there it is, right there. Region nine currently. Actually, no, it's That's not region, region ten. Region now. ten now. Yeah. Desert Hills Thunder is five and one on the season, two and zero oh in play in uh, region play. Pineview's five and one. 
Snow Canyon's four and two. Crimson is three and three. Dixie and Cedar are two and three, two and four, and Hurricane is two and four as well. Hmm. Okay. Who would have ever thought that Logan Ridgeline, when they match up here, what, next week? Logan and Ridgeline? Uh, Logan and Ridgeline is in two weeks. If they October get both, 8th. Dude, they could be both undefeated going into that game. In region play? In region play. Now, Logan's five and, I mean, Logan right now is 5-1 and one on the season. Um, if they beat Scabby, you're looking at 6-1. and one. Ridgeline wins tonight. They're 7-0. and oh. But that could be... That could be really, really good football over there. Who would have ever thought it was Logan and Ridgeline? <laughs> Two undefeated teams duking it out for the region title. Not that the region title matters anymore. No, it doesn't mean anything. That's the crappy part, huh? I don't know. Do they still hang a banner at the school? I know. Or do you say, num- or is your banner say number one in RPI in 2020? Like, number one ranked RPI team in 2021. That's, I mean, it still matters. Bad. I think it should still well, matter. It should, but it doesn't. It doesn't. If you because you could have a you could win the region, but be behind somebody in uh, RPI. Yeah. See, so it doesn't matter. If you beat that team in region and you still finish behind them in RPI, and and you win the region, it doesn't matter anymore. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's it's a little convoluted. Because we we've had some situations where somebody's had a better region record. Yes, we but have. ranked lower in the RPI. Cuz the, the region it's like we said, yeah, it's nice, but yeah. Doesn't uh doesn't really mean anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and which is so, cause that's what made Valley football so fun is when you had games that had region implications on it, winner of the, you know, region title would be the number one seed, you know, with a better draw on their game. And now if you're the region champs, you could be the third seed or the second seed going into the, uh, state playoffs. Yeah. Makes no sense. Hey, do you think... Because right now, Ridgeline is on pace to average, what, 40, mm, yeah, maybe 43, well, 41 and a half points going into the state tournament. Do you think that holds? Or do you think that drops down a little bit? 41 points going into the state tournament in an average. Well, uh, so they have Mountain Crest tonight, Bear River and Logan to finish it out. Um, that's a really good question. Because that would be impressive. They they finish hosting <laughs> Box Elder, which may allow them to bump it back up a little bit. But Bear River Logan, they play good defense. Yeah, I know but, Logan or Mount Crest what... likes to try to uh, claim that they do, and they've had some really good defensive battles too, but. Ridgeline has just shown that they can they can move it on anybody. See, and that's the thing is Green Canyon supposedly had a good defense. Skyview had an okay defense, and Stansbury had an okay defense. They put up 42 on Stansbury and Green Canyon put up 35 on Skyview. 
which was their second lowest out uh, total point output of the year. 35 is their second lowest of the year. <laughs> they scored 40-plus points in four straight games. They've scored 30-plus in every game except their season opener. And they haven't, and nobody scored more than 16 so far on them since, I mean, Bonneville put 16 up on them. Nobody's got that since. It's just incredible, man. So, a couple different ways to follow these games tonight for Region 11 high school football. Um, let's start with the one that'll be here on the fan. That'll mm-hmm. be Logan and Skyview. So, Skyview games are always here on the fan. Uh, it'll be Al Lewis, Hall of Famer, calling the action for the Grizzlies and the Bobcats. So, it'll be here on the fan. It'll also be on KVNU. And you can watch it. If you can't get to the game, you can watch it on CashValleyDaily.com. Those are the three places to watch that matchup. Uh, we were talking about Ridgeline. They're hosting Mountain Crest. It's homecoming for the Riverhawks. Two different, well, three different places to follow along there, too. Uh, Ridgeline, it is on 104.5 The Ranch. That's Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger on the call. Uh, it'll also be on 107.7 KLZX. And you can watch the game on CashValleyDaily.com. And then Green Canyon is hosting Bear River tonight. A couple different places to, to follow this, but a couple different people calling this game too. So depending on whose uh, broadcast you prefer to follow. Hmm. So uh, Craig Hislop and John Russell will be calling the play-by-play on Light FM 100.9. That game will also... You can also watch their coverage of the game on CashValleyDaily.com. But if you prefer the Bear River point of view, Rod Zundel and Tommy Nelson will be calling the play-by-play on 104.9 in Box Elder County, and also their coverage will be seen on CashValleyDaily.com. So a lot of different ways to follow what's going on with Region 11 tonight. Um, and, Ajay, I think we're right. you and I agree. If there's one game to really pay close attention to, I think it's Skyview. that Logan-Skyview game. Skyview got humbled at home against Ridgeline. They've lost more in this season than they've lost in a long time. Combined, yeah. This this is unfamiliar ter- yeah. territory for them, sure and they're is. not happy about it. No, but and, and, and that comes off, you know, it's kind of like that. People are saying the same thing with the Boise Utah State game. Well, Boise's coming out hungry because they they lost last week and they got they got screwed and this and that and the other. Why? But why do we? You know, so many people discredit the good football team. Logan's having a good season. Give them credit for that. Five and one on the year. They're a good football team. Um, and uh, I just yeah, I don't feel like they're getting enough credit for that. So I, I, I is Skyview hungry? Sure, and they should be. Are they angry? Yeah, sure, and they should be. But Logan at Logan, man, it's a tough place to go win at. And you're right though. And we kind of Logan's got. They've got, uh, as um, as our friend Troy Calhoun would say, they've no, got don't. some verve. Don't, don't. They've got some juice. <laughs> Why do you do that, dude? You know, and, and, and the river, you know, it's running and the current's trying to go with it. And, and the bridge is back there. The bridge is back there and the, and the river's still here. So it could be interesting. That could, that could lead to some really big uh, plays for Logan. Now I just, I, now it makes me wonder why, dude. <laughs> it just, I just don't get him. Uh, hey, six five four three. What led to the RPI deal anyway? I actually don't remember this. 
Okay, so we had um, John Oglesby on. Didn't yeah, he? we had John Oglesby on when this was being implemented. A lot of states have have been doing this for quite some time. Utah is one of the few states, especially in this area in the Intermountain region, that that wasn't using it. And the problem was is that you'd have some regions where you'd have a couple of really good teams. And one team would get that number one seed, and another one would be you know, in a different position that just didn't seem fair for some of the other teams that they'd have to face. Um, and so you would un- unfairly kind of punish like a, a one particular region that was doing really well, while other regions that didn't have good football going on we're getting teams elevated and getting opportunities that they didn't really deserve. So the RPI kind of eliminates all of that, what they used before. And it doesn't matter if there's three teams in the same region that are really good. They will, they could be ranked really high altogether. Do you remember the last time that happened, what you just explained? Do you remember this? Uh, Bear River played Logan at home. And if they were to beat Logan, Skyview would drop to fourth. Mason Faltzliff. So what happened? Bear River beats Logan at home. Skyview drops to fourth. And from what I was told, the Juan Diego athletic director was told that Skyview would be the fourth place team. Juan Diego was 22-0 on the season, Eric. Hadn't lost yet. Gets a phone call that Skyview ends up being the fourth place team and they're going to face Juan Diego. And the Juan Diego athletic director said, and this is why this system is such a problem. He was livid. Sky went over to Juan Diego and gave him the first loss of the year in the, in the tournament and knocked him out in the first game. So, I mean, I could see it. But, yeah. Eric, this RPI has so many issues for me. Again, the worth of a region champ is just so devalued now because of it. And, uh, like, as Travis Cox explained, like, is it your strength to schedule? Is it who you beat? Is it your opponent's strength to schedule? What is it? Like, coaches don't even know what it is anymore. They don't even know how to schedule. They're confused. Like, maybe we go schedule a bunch of cupcakes and we go get five wins in preseason and then go, you know, go to go to regional play and see how it goes. But, yeah, it's it, – this RPI is not working in my opinion. It's not working. Really? I don't I think don't. it's – I like how it's working. Really? I like how it's working. Because it's it's also used and utilized in other states. So when you go play a, a team up in Idaho, for example, mm-hmm. that that can affect what your RPI is for the state of Utah. Okay, but how so does- it takes every game into account, not just how you do in region. Because the old system, it didn't matter what you did in non-region. That's true. It only mattered what you did in your region play. Were you the region champ? Yeah. Okay, then you got a certain number of certain yeah. level of seed or whatever. Yeah. But, but this new RPI, it takes every game into account. But how does it take it? But my question is, every but, game matters. But, but how though? Because, for example, like if you were to go play three games and wipe everybody out, or four, you know, three non-region games and wipe everybody out, and you're 3-0, and but the RPI is going to punish you because two of those teams end up not being that good. And so they're like, ah, oh, you know a, what, that wins not as good anymore. That's you take. So then, dude, that, that's bonkers, man. You go play a team and you beat them soundly, but you can't control your ranking because you can't control what they do. No, what's the strength of your schedule? 
How do you? How's, how good is how, the teams that you faced? How good are you? How how good no, really are you? Beat, if you, you only beat, beat bad teams, okay. If you go play a Bingham, okay, and you go beat Bingham by twelve, like a team that's two classes above you, beat them by twelve, but then Bingham goes three and nine on the season. They're gonna punish you for beating Bingham, dude. No, they still give you credit for playing up and beating a team from a higher classification. No, they don't. They yes, punish they do you because they you that team's not that good. No, anymore. you still get credit for playing up. That is so frustrating. They, I think the credit it, is more... It takes into account three things. What your winning percentage is, what your opponent's winning percentage there is... There we go. And what your opponent's opponent's winning percentages are. See, I don't know how you can take into account all that. Math? It, it's Big computers? See, yeah, but you know what? How the BCS turn out? They use computers... And it turned out to be a disaster. Now, more often... Well, college well, basketball used the RPI for a long time. And then the NCAA said, no, we're going to abandon the RPI, and we're going to do this net ranking, which, which is it, a little bit different. Yeah, it, which is, yeah, weird. More. But still, it takes into account how successful are you, but how I successful like are the teams that you beat or go, you played, Okay, but I feel like and also it takes into account who beat, they played. If you were to go beat Bingham, I don't think it takes into account the mo- win as much as it does as they suck. I don't know how the technology works at UHSAA to determine if you played up and you beat a team or if you played down and beat a team, but somehow it does give greater weight if you play teams that are in a higher classification. So it it does encourage 4A schools to play 5A schools. And then you beat them, but then they're, they're not that good. You get punished for it. I think the punishment has been bigger than and then the win of going to beat a 5A team. I don't think they credit who's you as much. Who's been punished? Give me an example of someone who's been punished. I feel like Ridgeline got punished last year. I feel like Ridgeline got the short end of the stick last year. And so does Travis Cox, actually. Coach Cox, I know he explained that day. He well, before the season, he told us he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, he hates it. <laughs> he was very clear about that. Eight zero zero. He did not hold back. Hey, pick six cheater guy. Did you know that I have spoken? Guy's voice is Gary Bussey. Gary Busey. Who's Gary Busey? <laughs> yeah, I love Gary Busey. You guys, yes, I what did know are you that. even all talking about? I was very much aware of that, yes. 9310, doesn't the RPI do a good job of predicting who plays in the championship game? Yes, I think it does. It It provides a better path for the best teams to face each other. Now, if last year with Ridgeline, that was a little different. A little but by and large, the RPI has been working to get the best teams to face each other. Because w- before, you could have the best teams face each other potentially in the second round. And that's not what's supposed to happen. 1181. If Bingham was 3 and 9, they aren't good. Absolutely correct. Yeah. And you get punished for it. No. Because you played a team that wasn't good, you don't get extra credit. I mean, you get a little bit because you played up, but that's you. You, you go get play credit for the a win, like Bingham, in, but they weren't good in the preseason because you expect them to be Bingham, Eric. <laughs> You're expecting them to be good because they're Bingham. What, and what then you coach go play can, them, and then what coach can predict how then, good their exactly, all their teams exact, are going to be? Thank you, exactly. Proving my point. So then the RPI is like, well, I'm sorry, Ridgeline, because you beat Bingham, but because Bingham went three and nine on the season, you are going to drop in the rankings. Because Bingham wasn't good. Punish us because we can't control how they 
how they do in the season. Like that's that is unreal. It's so bad. I don't think it's bad. Oh, I think it's, it's horrible. I think it's working out pretty good. I'd yeah. love to hear your alternative. I, I, I'm sure you would. Because you don't have one. One one eight one. Audrey, you're so wrong on this one. That's okay. I'm like I I don't mind being told I'm wrong. I just again you go schedule a team and they punish you for being bad or punish you for them being bad. No, the you're using way. the wrong terminology. Stop N- saying no. punished. You just you don't get punished. as much credit. Because you go beat a six A team, you don't get credit for beating them. You get credit for playing them. No, the, 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 yes you do. Credit. You there's get no credit for credit playing you up. Drop in the you drop in the rankings because they weren't that good. Well, their winning percentage does affect. Yes, it's just bonkers. But look at their opponents' winning percentage. Being a if they go three and nine, which they never never do, but mm-hmm. they play really good teams. So Bingham, even though they have a bad winning percentage, their their opponents' winning percentages are usually going to be high. So whomever played, if, if it was Green or Ridgeline who played Bingham in this scenario, they still get credit because Bingham plays it. Would we would suggest that Bingham would play a tough schedule? So it doesn't punish them. I think that's a totally wrong word. You may not get as much credit if a team you thought was going to be good didn't turn out to be good, if they fell flat on their face and surprised everybody. But I don't know many how, how there are many times you can try to predict how these uh, schools are going to be. You'll have an idea. These coaches have an idea the year before. They see who the juniors are that are coming back. They know what they're doing. But could it happen? Sure. But you go out and you play the games. You, you, look, these coaches are trying to win every game that they have. It's not like you're going to intentionally take a loss to play the uh, the RPI. Now, sometimes coaches might do that at the end, yeah. but that's why they withhold the RPI for that final week. But when you're, you're scheduling your non-region games, most coaches that we've talked to, at least in Region 11, they all want to go out and schedule good teams and good opponents that they feel are going to be successful teams to test their team personally and to uh, do well in the RPI. 9936 text into the show. AJ Eric wins this argument. Sorry, bro. Dang it. Uh, let's see here. 9721. How can Travis Cox complain about anything last year? They lost to Skyview twice. You can't be the champion unless you can't. Or, excuse me, you can't be the champion unless you can beat everybody, and they couldn't beat Skyview. End of story. Ooh, I like it. A little bit it's, of. I like yeah, it. And it's true. it's true. It is. It's spot on true. Now, is Kane Cox out? Yes. Was there COVID issues? Yes. So, I don't know. Ridgeline fans will put the asterisk next to that. If, <laughs> if, if They will, more than willingly. They will. Including Mr. Wonderful Simmons. But <laughs> you're right. They, they had two but chances. The game to happened. Beat him, and then, uh, yeah. And they Skyview won. Yep. I don't know what you do. It's a good point. One one eight one. Ajay, you're so wrong. I already read one. that text, Eric. Look at you. Oh, I gotta read it again. No, there was nine nine three six. Ajay no, wins this I argument. No, I read that one too. God, <laughs> the fetch is going on. Uh, we need to take a timeout here. The full <laughs> yes, court we press. We do. I need a timeout. <laughs> we just reset. Yeah, Kit Kat bar. Uh, hey, where's my pick six gift? Um, it's coming. No, it's not. You're so coming. full of it. No, you're not. Um, sometime it will arrive. Uh, we got a big weekend in college football. It's the NFL's week three. Look at those matchups. 
We'll give some uh, keys and predictions for Utah State and Boise State. Hey, speaking of which, I was able to talk to Aaron Taylor, the color analyst of the game tomorrow's game on CBS. Sat for about 30 minutes and chatted. He's got some interesting keys to the game for Utah State to get out of there with a win. Mm. So Okay. Well, we'll give ours as well coming up on the Full Court Press. This is Liz Littell, mortgage lender at Bank of Utah. I personally wanted to thank you for voting us Northern Utah's best bank. If you're in the market for a new home or want to take advantage of today's low rates with a refinance, come visit us at our Logan and Providence locations to experience that best in-state service. And while you're there, you can purchase tickets to the Parade of Homes happening September 30th through August 2nd and October 7th through the 9th. We hope to see you soon. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 422914. Hi, I'm Kathy with Daryl's Appliance. I'm your luxury brand sales associate in Logan, Utah. This is Dory. She is from Roth in Salt Lake City. So at Roth Living, we have a variety of products that will help you to select your luxury appliances and a full line of Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Co. We have select products that will help you start the process of selecting your beautiful kitchen. And then you are welcome to come down to the Roth showroom. And then we work with Kathy to help you finish your selection for your luxury kitchen. Sunday on Compass Media Networks. Coverage of the NFL. The 2-0 Las Vegas Raiders go for a third straight victory against the visiting Miami Dolphins. Hi, this is Jeff Biggs. Join Kevin Ray, Chad Brown, and myself for all the action as the Dolphins look to bounce back after a tough loss. Will Derek Carr and the Raiders be too much at home? It's the Dolphins and the Raiders. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 1.30 on Sports Talk Radio. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The most beloved musical of all time is coming to the Ellen Eccles Theater. September 17th through the 25th, Music Theater West presents The Sound of Music. Bring the whole family and share in an evening of the music you love and the story you'll never forget. This timeless Rodgers and Hammerstein classic will warm your heart and leave you singing. Tickets are on sale now at musictheaterwest.org. Don't miss... The Sound of Music, September 17th through 25th. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services, let us guide you. Do you have retirement questions about financial planning and investing, Medicare, estate planning, or complex tax strategies? Jessup Insurance can answer those questions. Let Jessup Insurance guide you into a better retirement. Call Jessup Insurance, 435-213-3200, or Google Jessup Insurance. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services, let us guide you. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. (laughs) I'm serious. I would... Man... You know, you gotta. My parents were lame about that. You gotta stuff. do what you can. You My know? parents were really lame about that stuff. You have the kids in the house for so long. Yeah, my parents just didn't even care, dude. Uh, nine seven two one. Caden Cox was not out the first game when Skyview won at Ridgeline. Yeah, it's true. Very he true. Played. He played. There were no COVID issues in that game. No, nope, that was a heck of a ball game too. Do you remember that? It one? was. It that came was down a to the wire. Freaking good ball game. Different story this year. That's been that's for sure. Uh, so yeah, we've got uh, high school games on our family of radio stations. You can watch them on CashValleyDaily.com. Uh, it's really fun to watch those games, and especially afterwards, 
I love watching after the game because they bring the coaches and the players up into the press box and they flip the oh, yeah. camera and they're all in there and they're talking to them. It's really fun. Yeah. It's cool. Our, our crew does a great job. And big shout out to everybody who works hard to make that happen, both in front of and behind the microphones and cameras. Uh, five, two, four, two. Move on from high school. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. Well, that's, that's the segment we're doing right now. Yeah, we're moving on. It's local stuff. All right. Uh, okay. Well, five, two, four, two. What would you like us to talk about now? Well, I'm going to move on to college football. I don't know oh, if that's what five, two, four, two wants, but we're going there. I'm going to move on to college football because we got some big showdowns uh, this weekend. Um, certainly, uh, I think with um, with Mountain West Conference play, we're curious to see if. If Fresno State can hang on to their top 25 ranking, which they should. They're hosting UNLV. Uh, but can anybody else get close to cracking the top 25 out of the Mountain West Conference? Certainly it's a big one tomorrow in Logan yes. that may have big implications for that. Yeah. But there are some other really big top 25 games. Number 7, Texas A&M at 16th, Arkansas. Actually, it's not at Arkansas. That game's being played at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Um Texas A&M favored by five and a half. Arkansas has been a big surprise and upstart so far. Texas A&M, great defense. They didn't really uh, blow people away when they uh, they uh, played at Colorado. But still, it's number seven and number 16. Uh, do you have Texas A&M taking care of business in this one, or is Arkansas going to play the upset again? No, I got, I got A&M here in college. Is it, is it in College Station? No, it's... Sorry. In Arkansas. At AT&T Stadium in okay. Arlington, Texas. Dude, I'm sorry, all right? It's all right. Wow, now you know how I feel over there on the other <laughs> so side, don't saying, you? Not, not that I can yeah. get too mad at you. It's in Texas. So it's it, I, I got A&M. And it's a home game, really, for A&M anyway. Uh, I'm with you. I, I, I think Texas A&M. I want to A&M, see an upset, but I don't think we will. I think Texas, Texas A&M takes care of business this time. Arkansas has been a fun Exciting upstart team in the SEC, but I think it's A and M that gets this one. Uh, another big showdown. This is uh, number twelve Notre Dame and number six, number eighteen Wisconsin. This is going on on Fox at the same time the Aggies play. Uh, this is uh, this is another one played in a in an NFL stadium in Soldier Field in Chicago. Notre Dame and Wisconsin. Wisconsin favored by six and a half. I'm wow. I'm inclined to say Notre Dame. Okay, so in our pick six yesterday, I took Wisconsin. I don't got like six and a half though. There's no way. You took a Notre Dame. I did take Notre Dame. Yeah, it was for the tiebreaker. Yeah, pick the winner. I like Wisconsin just because it's in Wisconsin. Or I mean, sorry, it's uh, at uh, Soldier it's in Field, Chicago. But not by six and a half. No way. Yeah, that's Skittles says Wisconsin by less than maybe by by three. Okay. Okay. Uh, so another one that uh, I think could be really interesting is Kansas State in the top 25. Mm. Oklahoma State, who's also undefeated. This game in Stillwater. Oklahoma State just got out of Boise. with Just miraculously came out of that one with a win. They shouldn't have. <laughs> but uh, two undefeated teams in the Big 12 facing off. Uh, five o'clock on the Big Twelve uh, Network on and on ESPN Plus. I I think that one could be a lot of fun to watch. Yep, I I do too. I I think Kansas State pulls it off too. Hey, a game that's not ranked that I'm really liking right now involves is on ABC at 10 a.m. 
Matt Wells and the Texas Tech Red Raiders go to Texas Ooh. and take on the Longhorns. And Matt Wells right now 3-0 on the season versus 2-1 Texas. If Sarkeesian lose to Matt Wells, all heck's going to break loose <laughs> in Longhorn country. If Matt Wells at 3-0 loses to Sarkeesian and the Longhorns, it's a riot at Matt Wells' house. So uh, it's kind of a must-win for both teams, um, for at least for both coaches. Line, Texas by 9. Whoa, really? Skittles tells me Texas in the points. but I mean, sorry, Texas Tech in the points, not Texas. I think the Red Raiders beat Texas here. Texas has looked very shaky. They did not they do not look like they're all together. That's yet. an understatement. Yeah. Texas Tech's not exactly blowing people away either though. But uh that could be that could be a fun game just because both teams need it really bad. Do you know what I should use for pick 6? Iowa Colorado State. 23 and a half is the line. Over or under, Eric? Uh I take Iowa with the over. <laughs> Me too. That's going to get up. 23 and a half might be your line at half, man. Colorado State, the only way they found the end zone last week was on a return. Everything else was all field goals. Oh, jeez. I mean, they won the game. <laughs> that's so bad, but Eric. But still. That's so bad, man. <laughs> um, South Florida BYU should be a ho-hum, as should Arizona, Oregon. Um, Air Force hosting Florida Atlantic. Air Force only favored by four. At home? At home. That surprises me. I'll take Skittle says Air Force in the points easily. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, there's no way that's happening. Uh, There's one more game I was actually looking at, and I can't even find it now. Oh, LSU and Mississippi State. Yes! Man, two coaches with two big egos. (laughs) Both 2-1 and in SEC or in, uh, in regular season play. Fresno State, Eric, versus UNLV. The line is Fresno by 30. That's tonight. Over, under. Tonight on CBS Sports Network. I I think I'm going to take <laughs> Fresno. Are you taking the points? I think I'm going to take Fresno and the points. Yes. yes. It's good. I'm glad you did because so was I. Man, UNLV is so bad. So bad. Oh, my gosh. There's not a lot of, like, ranked versus ranked matchups, are there? Not very many. It's kind of like a cupcake. I mean, they used to call it Cupcake Saturday. Yeah, it's the the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game. Uh, You got Arkansas and Texas A&M, and that's about it. Ranked opponents facing each other. Hey, what's the ABC game? Or is that Texas? I mean, sorry. You just said that. Texas Tech and uh, is that the five thirty game on on is that the what they call it the primetime game? Well, the one thirty game is Rutgers and Michigan. So is Texas Tech and Texas a five thirty game? Uh, hang on here, I just saw it. The five thirty game is West Virginia at number four Oklahoma. Oh, boo! Why can't it be Texas Tech and Texas, man? Well, what time is the Texas Tech and Texas game? 10 a.m. Oh. You're not going to get that lucky. (laughs) See, and then I was just looking at games next week, by the way, are really, really good. Nevada's at Boise State. That's a huge game. Um, Arkansas's at Georgia, so their gauntlet continues. 
Cincinnati, Notre Dame is going to be massive. Ole Miss, Alabama. These are Saturday games, by the way. Oklahoma, Kansas State. Jeez. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we need. And, yeah. And, I mean, BYU, Utah State play each other on a Friday night, so they're already off for the night. Boston College, Clemson's at 530. That's not the main game, though. I'm guessing the main game's going to be next week. My guess would be Arkansas and Georgia if Arkansas wins this week. That'd be my guess. Or Michigan-Wisconsin at Camp Randall Stadium if Wisconsin wins. If Wisconsin loses, it's going to be Notre Dame with Cincinnati. Oh, nope, that's a 12-30 NBC game. Never mind. NBC's well, after the Aggies it. get done taking care of Boise State tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I like. I love how you phrase that, yeah, by the way. We're just going to make sure we say it. Phrase Very it right. well done. Very well done. Um, there are some fun games to, to check in on. Texas A&M and Arkansas. That's at 1.30 on CBS. That's going to immediately follow. So Utah State's got a great lead-in uh, to that uh, game that's uh, going to happen right after the Aggie game. Uh, and then later in the day, um, there's some, I don't know if there's great matchups. There's some decent ones to look into. But you're right, it's kind of a ho-hum the, the best game is going to be earlier in the morning or earlier in the day. And that's what's going on for college football. Uh, we'll have some of that uh, here on the fan uh, over the weekend. We'll also have the NFL over the weekend uh, here on the fan. And look, the, the primetime games were exciting in the NFL to start the season, but uh, lost its luster last night. Panthers beat the Texans 24-9. to um, Sure, Sam Darnold looked fine. But um, Texans are just a bad organization, a bad team. But um, there are some interesting ones on the schedule. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up here on the other side of this break. We'll also give uh, get into our keys for the matchups for Utah State and, uh, and Boise State and our predictions. Want to get your score predictions. Now's the time to send them in on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339- 0321. What will be the score on Saturday between Utah State and Boise State? We'll discuss that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Monday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. Week 3 concludes with an NFC showdown as the Dallas Cowboys host the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, myself for all the action. Will Jalen Hurts and Philly bounce back after a tough loss? Or can Dak Prescott and the boys make it two wins in a row? It's the Cowboys and the Eagles. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Monday night following the Full Court Press at 545 on Sports Talk Radio. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
Save your asphalt shingle roof before costly replacement and repair work is needed. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is the answer to roof rejuvenation without replacement. Asphalt shingles dry out over time and become brittle. RoofMax rejuvenates those shingles, extending the life of your asphalt shingles up to 15 years beyond the warranty with a simple maintenance process. Don't replace, rejuvenate. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing. Google Quality Pace Roofing or call 757-9642. The Riverwoods Conference Center is the center in Cache Valley for business, entertainment, and special events. Whether you're hosting a large or small event, you have the choice of inside with all the new modern interior renovations or outside along the scenic banks of the beautiful Logan River. The Riverwoods is an ideal choice offering seamless planning, easy catering coordination, and will make your event as professional or as beautiful as desired. To book your next event or for more info, visit theriverwoods.com or call 435-750-5151. We'll see you at the Riverwoods. Hey, Aggie fans, shop Locker 42 before Saturday's 10 a.m. home game versus Boise State. Locker 42 is your source for everything Aggie. Put on a new Aggie-logoed hat that you picked out from the Locker 42 wall of hats. Short and long-sleeve Aggie t-shirts or an Aggie golf shirt. Stay warm with a new Aggie jacket. Pick out some Nike sideline gear or choose a popular Aggie hoodie. Shop either location, 1430 North Main, next to Little Caesars, or the flagship store at 36 South Main. Locker 42. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Yeah, coming up on Monday, we'll have that uh, Monday night football game. Dallas hosting Philadelphia. Dallas is favored by three and a half going into that game. Uh, a couple other games. We'll- why do we continue to promote the NFC East? Like, why did why do we do it? Like, what is Goodell and Jerry Jones and I mean, just what the fetch? It's just it's annoying. It's so bad. But it's it's the way Goodell is. He's a bad commissioner. I can't think of who's, who's, a, who's a worse commissioner. N- never mind, I can't say that right now. I have to wait till we're out there. I don't know. I think he's done okay. Yeah, Goodell? he made some controversial moves. You think moves, Goodell's been okay? Look at the health of the Holy of football. Look at team valuations. <laughs> Ticket sales. TV ratings. I'm not, I'm not having this conversation right now with you. Holy I think crap. The people, you think Adele's been okay? I think people bag on him think, and they don't see the full picture. Think they, oh, my heck. Uh, Rams and Buccaneers uh, on Sunday. Rams only favored, excuse me, Buccaneers actually favored by one. That game in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. That's that why they're only be favored by one. Really interesting yeah. game will be Two. on Fox. See, and again, why aren't they a Sunday night game or a Monday night game? Why is it the Packers and Niners and the Cowboys and Eagles? Well, I don't know which is going to be shown in our area because Seahawks and Vikings will also play. Yeah, if they are, then I'm going to break my TV. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, I'm guessing that we'll get the <clears throat> Buccaneers Seahaw- and Rams. I think we're going to get Seahawks and Vikings. Actually, no, that one's a Minnesota. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. Maybe we'll get the Buccaneers and Rams. You're right. The NBC game, the Sunday night game, is Packers and Niners. I think that game could be fun. Depends which Packers team shows up. The one that cares or the one that doesn't. 
That's yeah. That's kind of what it's down to, man. Uh, Jimmy G. San Francisco's a three-point favorite in this one. Yeah, that's, Levi. That surprises me. Yeah, it does a little bit to me too. Um, Raiders I, off to a great start. About to mention that one. Yeah, hosting Miami. This is a big game. Chance to go three and zero. But uh, Tua is. Is he? I don't think I, he's cleared to play. No, he's he? not. So, nope. As of right now, he's not. A little bit of a quarterback controversy. Yeah. Most games in the NFL are predicted to be close. Hey, speaking of quarterback controversy. Except for this one, the Jets at the Broncos. I was going to say, speaking of quarterback controversy, who's the worst quarterback? <laughs> one the Broncos got or one the Jets got? Teddy Bridgewater or Zach Wilson? Did Teddy just need a new change of scenery? Is that what happened? He's just like, I just need to go somewhere else. Goes to Denver and flips the script. Like, I don't get that. Sometimes that's all you need. Hey, speaking of that, Sam, Sam Darnold. Yeah, I was going to well. say. Sam Darnold's another one of those guys. Denver's favored by 10.5, by the way. Wow. You, you don't see NFL lines usually in Especially double Especially with Denver right now, the way they things are. Hey, uh, how about this one? Chiefs Chargers at 11 a.m. This one in uh, Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. This could be a good game. Justin Herbert's doing all right. It's a game that could go down to the wire. I like this one. Still think the Chiefs win because it's at home, but yeah. Uh, and the Patriots and the Saints, that's another one I'm going to be paying attention to just because the Saints looked great in week one and a little shaky in week, week two. two. So is Jameis Winston a product of the system or is he learning and becoming a decent quarterback in the league? And then on the other side, Mac Jones, is he for real? The, the Patriots' defense is definitely for real. I think Mac Jones is going to be good. He's going to take him some. I mean, this is the first season in the NFL. I think it's going to take some time, but I think he's going to be all right. We're going to be fine. Who do the Bills got, by the way? Oh, they got Washington. Well, geez. All right, Bills by seven. The line. Mm. Yeah, I'll take the. I'll, I'll take the points and Bills easily. Wow. <laughs> uh, Bears and Browns should be a good one too. Justin Fields. He's going to get the start versus uh, Baker Mayfield. Should be a good game. And it uh, looks like Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be active for oh, the is first he? time this season. Hey, speaking of being active, uh, Josh Gordon's getting another chance. He's been uh, cleared to go. Just needs a team to pick him up, which I think is Seattle, unless Seattle released him. And if they did release him, I imagine Tom Brady's going to go out there and try to speak it to, to get Josh Gordon over there in Tampa Bay. Or he'll end up in New England. No, he can't. I don't think he can, because they released him on a waiver. I don't know how the waiver wire works after you after you've been suspended. If you if that waiver wire continues, oh, that's or, a good question. Or if they if, or if it resets. Ooh, good question. I don't think Bill's don't taking know. him though. Yeah, he's probably. I like, think he's had yeah. enough of it. <laughs> Second chances, okay. Third, I've had, fourth, fourth. We're yeah, uh, maybe on not. our fifth now, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, really quickly, a couple texts. Five six three four says Utah State thirty five twenty eight. They run over for they run for over two hundred yards. Bonner throws three TDs. I know wishful thinking. No, it's not. I think you might have a I think you might have a point there. Um, Nine four seven four. Why do they continue to talk about and promote the Patriots? They're so bad. We're one and one. <laughs> We're one and one. Two six zero three thirty four twenty six Aggies. I think we lead by double digits, and Boise scores late to get to twenty six. Four zero eight six. Go team. Hey, really quickly, did you see B J Rain's prediction? 
He's like, yeah, you know, Utah State's good at this, good at this, good at this. Really worried about Boise by this. Boise, 38-24. I was like, good world, dude. This line is nine, and you haven't won by 14, BJ? Goodness gracious. Lack of respect and slander continues. <laughs> let, it, let it be. Yes. That's fine. Keep adding fuel to the fire. That's okay. Let it be. Quick timeout. We'd love to get more of your predictions for Utah State and Boise State tomorrow. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. In this competitive job market, TTM Technologies is proud to be leading the way by increasing their starting wages to 17 to 20 70 per hour, depending on position and shift. That's right, 17 to 20 70 per hour, and potentially more depending on position and applicable work experience. TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions for day, swing, overnight, and weekend shifts. Open positions include production associates, machine operators, maintenance technicians, technical positions, wastewater treatment technicians, manufacturing planners, and accounting. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to learn more about our open positions. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. After six months of employment, you're eligible for tuition reimbursement for full and part-time employees. You're also eligible immediately for health insurance, 401k, paid life and short-term disability, plus quarterly and annual bonuses and much more. Go to careers.ttmtech.com to apply. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. For your next anniversary, give her the gift of diamonds from S.E. Needham Jewelers. Diamond jewelry makes a woman feel cherished. She'll also be impressed with your fine taste. Choose from an extensive selection of diamond earrings, diamond pendants, diamond bands, and diamond bracelets. You can expect the best price every day of the year. No need to negotiate because we offer our best price up front with our exclusive Integrity Price Guarantee. Essie Needham's is known for quality jewelry for more than a century. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, whether you're working on your own car or having somebody else do it for you, make sure you use the best parts available at Napa Auto Parts. They've got five stores locally owned and operated from Preston to Providence. The best deals on a lot of different things you need for your vehicle, from wiper blades to fuel filters to oil. Find it at Napa Auto Parts. Uh, They sponsor Dan Patrick Above the Noise coming up here shortly. AJ, we've got some uh, score predictions coming through. Let's get to some of those real quickly. Uh, 4086, Aggies over Broncos, 34-24. 
5-2-4-2. I want to say 31-27 USU as an Aggie fan, but Boise got screwed. USU, uh, Boise State, 48-35. You're a 50-burger. 2-6-0-3. Things feel different in th- going into this game. Could this be the changing of the guard? Could there be a new king sitting atop the Mountain West. Aggies 38-44. Excuse me. Boise 45-38. Aggies defense has a lot of blown coverages. That coming from 9-3-1-0 and 3-4-8-6. 45-39 Aggies. Bronco passed for 300 yards, but can't stop the Aggies on the ground. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Running backs don't really win the MVP anymore. Adrian Peterson did back in 2012, but he was an outlier. But there are a couple of backs who get into the discussion. The Titans' Derrick Henry is one, but if you're looking for a valuable running back who can do everything, Carolina's Christian McCaffrey is your guy. He makes an impact on every down in almost every situation. Last night, he pulled his hamstring in the first half, and you could see how much he meant to the team. Panthers managed to come away with the win, but it might come at a cost. Up until last season, McCaffrey had been very durable. In 2020, he missed 13 games with a bad ankle, shoulder, and thigh. Hopefully that wasn't the beginning of a trend because McCaffrey is putting together a great career. He just hasn't won. And now the Panthers seem to be headed in the right direction, starting out 3-0 under their new head coach, Matt Rule. It would be a whole lot easier to get where they want to go when they get the ball in the hands of Christian McCaffrey. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Fight back against aging and perform at your best with M-Drive, the daily supplement for driven guys who refuse to slow down. M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels, lean muscle energy, to fight back against aging. Visit mdrivedan.com this month and get 20% off your first order. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. You get free shipping, 60-day, money-back guarantee. Defy your age. You get more energy, lean muscle, and T-support. Don't let age beat you. Refine your prime with M-Drive. mdrivedan.com. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen Report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Need a new battery? New wiper blades? When you pull into one of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they could even recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts. The most beloved musical of all time is coming to the Ellen Eccles Theater. September 17th through the 25th, Music Theater West presents The Sound of Music. Bring the whole family and share in an evening of the music you love and the story you'll never forget. This timeless Rodgers and Hammerstein classic will warm your heart and leave you singing. Tickets are on sale now at musictheaterwest.org. Don't miss... The Sound of Music, September 17th through 25th. Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. you need to know. At the Ryder Cup in Wisconsin, a three-day weekend of golf winding down the Friday afternoon four-ball, and currently the Americans are up 5-1 to one 
And they're leading another match, tied in another with a couple holes to go for the weekend. They'll need 14 and a half points to win. They're up 5-1 over Europe right now. Colts quarterback Carson Wentz returned to practice today, so he might start on Sunday at Tennessee. Arizona wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is a game-time decision for Sunday at Jacksonville. Hopkins has missed practice all week with a rib injury. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson practice. He's listed as questionable due to illness for Sunday at Detroit. Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey is expected to miss a few weeks after last night's hamstring injury. To Major League Baseball, St. Louis was an 8-5 winner at the Cubs. First of a doubleheader. Cardinals have won 13 in a row. They're now five games up for the last NL wildcard spot. I'm Steve DeSager. Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan eric france and aj salveson here on the full court press hello america hello hello thanks for tuning in thanks for being here with us uh i'm at e franson on the twitter He's at Dude, AJ Salvi. We need to actually play that outro. We haven't done that outro forever. Remember? I was thinking about that just the other day. Yeah. Like, hey, whatever happened to that? We it's yeah, it's still there. We just haven't played it. That's probably my fault. It probably is. Yes, it is. Um, we want to continue to get your score predictions for Saturday's game. We we'll get our again? we'll give ours. Yes, we'll we give will. some of our keys as yes, well. Yes, we will. Let's go through uh, these predictions again, though. I want to I want to get through these again. We had to rush through them. All right, 5634 says 35-28 Utah State. Utah State runs for over 200 yards. Bonner throws three TDs. Uh, 9474 doesn't give a score prediction. He makes fun of my Patriots. That's not nice. 4086, Aggies over the Broncos, 34-24. 5242, a bit of a conflict, you know, emotionally. Says 3127 Utah State. That's what I want to say as an Aggie fan, but... Boise got screwed. He thinks Boise wins at 48-35. Um, uh, let's see here. What else we got? 2603, 34-26 Utah State. I think we lead by double digits, and Boise scores late to get to the 26. Things feel different going into this game for USU. Could this be a changing of the guard? Got to win first. Right. Gotta I mean, win we can first. all have our feelings, but <laughs> until yeah. what we see – the the results that's that's what it's going to be. Uh, Boise, you'll see here nine three one zero, Boise State forty five, Aggies thirty eight. Aggie defense has a lot of blown coverages. Ooh, yikes! Thirty four eighty six says Aggies forty five thirty nine. Broncos throw for over three hundred yards, but can't stop the Aggies on the ground. This one will be a shootout. It's kind of what I'm hearing too. Uh, Six eight nine one. Off the subject, did you guys hear what happened after the Marshall Appalachian State game last night? I did not. Um, I heard there was a lot of. I, I saw something that I know something happened. I know there was some really classless things being said, but I I can't tell you much more than that. It's great analysis, right there, Eric. I, really heard, great analysis. I heard there was man. something, but I don't really know what it Wait, was. So, so who's so, Appalachian State and who? Six eight nine one. You'll have to illuminate us on that because uh, I. I 
I know something happened, but I can't tell you what the details were. Versus Marshall, is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I heard it was bad. Oh, ugly scene at the end of the Marshall State game, huh? Or Marshall, let's see. App- Appalachian State fans started screaming ex- uh, expletives at Marshall players as they exited the field after the loss, giving them the middle finger, talking about their mothers, telling them to kill themselves. This is according to Emily Van P- uh, Buskirk, who said in a tweet, absolutely disgusting behavior. Her report immediately went viral on social media. Um, There's a video of it, actually. And Oh, man. Yeah, there's, there's fans like... I mean, I, I, my volume's off, thank goodness, but there's fans holding the middle finger at. There's people cussing at them. Well, yelling at them that you should go kill yourself, that's deplorable. Oh, man. This game was at Appalachian State? Or Appalachian State? I mean, they're just... I mean, Is that right? Yeah, they're going. they're going after every player of the Marshall team. That's walking into the tunnel. They're going after every single player and coach. This is horrible. Yeah, that's that's not good. Well, yeah, that's not great. That's bad for college football. It's huge. It's, it's really it, bad it, for it, them. It's, I should, it's it, disgusting, too. Yeah. Shouldn't happen. And, and don't let it happen tomorrow, folks. Um, Don't let that happen tomorrow. Please. Let's, right. let's, you you let's can have respectful. a rivalry. You can really dislike the, yeah. the other team. Yeah. But there are lines that you can shouldn't their, be crossed. You can say their turf is ugly. You can say their stadium is ugly. You can say you hate Boise. But uh, anything derogatory, either by signal or by verbal, is just unnecessary, um, inappropriate. And I think if that were to happen and report were to come out, I think that would be the last game you'd ever attend there, period. So, yeah, uh, 6891 says the video is bad, but that's the one. Disgusting. Yeah, it, I'd say so. I'd absolutely say so. All right, let's get back to good terms. Um, Utah State, Boise State. Boy, big one. Big, big, big one tomorrow, Eric. 0737 starts it all off. He says, is Peasley starting tomorrow? No. It will be Bonner. That will start tomorrow, Eric. He'll, uh, he'll get the first shot of the first series of the game against Boise. And that's good news. He took that bad shot in the back. Uh, he tried to come back out. It, he, he really probably shouldn't have, but I can't can't fault the guy for trying to get back out there. But, um, yeah, from everything that I've heard, everything you've heard, it points to Bonner starting. Yep. And uh, Peasley will probably still get opportunities oh, no, Peasley, in this game. Pro- it's not a probably. He will. You will You will see Peasley at quarterback at points tomorrow, certain points tomorrow in the game. Yeah, absolutely, you will. So some of the keys for me in this matchup is how well can Utah State uh, establish a running game? We know that Bonner can sling it around, uh, and he can distribute the ball. He's got a lot of guys to throw to. Um, but it's how well does Utah State ground and pound? Do they start to wear down that Boise State defensive front? It may not look like a lot of yards early, but it will pay dividends, especially late in the fourth quarter. That's when Utah State has been dynamic and just off the charts because their opponents just they, they wear down, and Utah State's still coming at the same speed and the same intensity, and they've been down double digits in every game they've played. They still find a way to win, especially late. So uh, you have to be careful against a team like Boise because this is the best defense they've faced. But if they can continue to pound the rock on the ground – I think that's going to soften up a lot of things and pay dividends a lot later. 
Yeah, you're right. It, and pay two dividends in, in two ways, Eric. One, you do, um, you wear out Boise State. Again, the conditioning of the Utah State football team is tremendous. They wore out Washington State midway through the fourth. Air Force, Eric, Air Force was exhausted in the fourth quarter. Exhausted. And now you put Boise State in a situation where they have to try and stop the run. You pound it down their throat. They're going to be tired as well. And if you can be successful in the run game, it also opens up your play action where you can actually create uh, downfield shots, you know, over the middle shots, medium throws. Uh, it, it will create those opportunities for receivers to be able to get a little bit more separation because they're biting on the run fake and they will bite on it too. Yeah, they will. And I, I think that Calvin Tyler Jr. has been running great. Oh, he's been awesome. I think John Gentry's had some some great runs yes. at, at times. And we definitely have seen that Peasley, if he gets the opportunity, he can break one uh, for big yards. Yeah, Peasley's not afraid to run. The one thing I need Peasley to do better is get down, slide. We do not need him getting hurt. Get down. No need to fight for an extra yard. Need, need you out in the field, slide. Yeah, and I, I think that's probably one um, another key, which is re- related to the first one, is it's still on that offensive line. How well they can they keep the quarterback clean? Yep. How well can they protect... Uh, the the our quarterback and to keep him uh, in the pocket long enough to do what he needs to do best. Yeah, uh, yeah. Protection is going to be key for both teams, by the way. Because and here's the thing: uh, you get in Balkmeyer's face, you give him a little pressure, uh, you make him panic, make him scramble, make him think, and make him have to do improv. He he doesn't handle it well. He throws bad passes. He rushes it. He panics. Uh, throws off his back foot. Doesn't throw it accurately on the run. Uh, that could be a problem for these guys, if, if uh, or at least for Boise State, if Utah State can create pressure and uh, and get some hurries. Yeah, and I and I'm with you. That that defensive front, I think, can be can play a huge role uh, for Utah State. I I do have concerns about the Utah State secondary. Now, Boise has struggled to throw or to run the ball, but they still have guys that can be dynamic in the passing game, and Utah State proved that they can be a little suspect in some of the passing game. Now, uh, that's mostly because at Air Force, they were so focused on stopping the run that guys got past them and they lost their assignments. It's going to be a different setup this time against Boise State. So I don't think that Boise will be able to have so many explosives against the Aggies like Air Force did. But I still do have some concerns about that secondary. How healthy is Shaq Bond? Dominic Tatum, he's out. So um, they're they're a little understaffed right now. Yeah, that's an understatement too. <laughs> um, Eric, do you think just the defensive line for Utah State could have an advantage the way they're able to create pressure? Justin Rice, Kevin Metzenheimer, Byron Vaughns. This defensive line has created some havoc yeah, at times. And knowing that you don't have to worry about the triple ops or anything like that, do you think this defensive line and maybe the linebackers as well can create some pressure and create some havoc up there for Utah State? Well, even against Air Force, they were really good when it was anything between the tackles. They did a great job of stuffing the run. Uh, they were uh, suspect when it went on to the edges. And Air Force is always going to be difficult to stop on the edges. Um, I It could be a similar situation against Boise. Uh, I, I like Utah State's chances of being able to stop the run. And slow things down. Um, this is not Air Force that they're facing. Their running game has not been great. 
it's been it's been mediocre or even below mediocre. So yeah. I think Utah State defensively has the guys in place to to make a difference and See, slow this just, thing down. You answered my next question. Who has to avoid becoming one dimension on the offensive side of the ball? Boise State or Utah State? Which team can cannot afford to be one dimensional in this game? Uh, I think it's more Boise. Yeah, me too. Uh, Utah me State too. has proven they can move the ball whether it's on the ground or through in the, the air. air. <laughs> and again, expect it fast pace, chaos, Mach nine, hair on fire kind of offense coming out of Utah State. Um, yeah, and 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 the other thing I like about this is. Uh, just the wide receiver matchups. I just don't think they have a guy that can guard Devin Tompkins or bowling one-on-one. I think they're going to have to go zone or at least some kind of a matchup like, you know, look at a 3-4, a you know, like maybe some kind of a dime base just to even give themselves a shot to guard Tompkins or bowling or, I mean, because, look, Tompkins is going to get his catches. Bowling will too. If you can limit them and make somebody else try to beat you, then you have a better shot. But I, I think Kyle Van Leeuwen could be coming up big. I think Derek Wright could have a really big game in this one. I think Derek Wright could be huge. So And Carson Terrell coming back. Yeah. And be utilized about that. Uh, more frequently Hey, as uh, an option. Savon Scarver, do you think – I mean, he's got some chances to return this year to, you know, get some balls kicked to him. No, hasn't broken, broken one yet. Do you think teams are doing something differently – on that, I mean, what do you, I mean, I just I'm kind of um, surprised. He had some returns of like 25 yards, uh, 20, 25 yards against Air Force. I think one of those he was that close from breaking, and then I'm getting wrapped up. Yeah, he's had some decent returns. He hasn't broken one for big, massive return just yet. Teams are definitely aware of his his ability, and they don't want to kick to him. Um, but they, uh, he's not just a normal return man. No. No, <laughs> and teams are aware of that. I, I haven't seen a whole lot of him at receiver, but if he gets some opportunities, if he can put him in the slot, maybe at the Y, um, I I think he can maybe run a couple under routes, stick routes. You know, he's got hopefully he can use his good hands and 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 move the ball downfield again. Taking pressure off of Tompkins and Bowling is going to be really big for these wide receivers. Oh, another guy we haven't mentioned yet. This is McGriff. Yeah, he could be. He could play a huge role too. He's got good. I'm surprised. Does he have a deep catch this year? Uh, yeah. Oh, he does have one, doesn't he? I think it was North Dakota. Yeah, he had one against okay. North Dakota. Yeah, in fact, two one nine seven. Eric, right on cue, buddy. Don't forget about McGriff and our backs out of the backfield in the passing game. Yeah, that's true. Do you Tyler see- and and Gentry have done nice uh, nicely catch the ball out of the backfield? I'd like to see. I'd like to see Calvin get out and running more routes again. I, I just think that that spreads it so well. Uh, nine nine four eight. Do you honestly do you think the Aggies will win tomorrow? I feel like this is the biggest test of the season. I I agree that this is the biggest test of the season. I think next week is so far. Yeah, okay. I'll say well, this is the biggest okay, test of the so season far. so far. I think next week is our I biggest think, test of the season. I think next week will next be week a is bigger be a test. Tough, tough game. But this is the biggest test so far to date. Uh, bigger than going up 
uh, against a Pac-12 team on the road. Hold uh, hold tight on your uh, first part of the question. We'll get to our predictions here a little bit later on. Two one nine seven. There's a lot of space for our backs out of the backfield. See, and I agree. When you run a swing route, if you're sending Tompkins on a vertical, you're sending Derek Wright on a like a, a skinny post or something or on slant. It opens that side of the field because those guys can't just, you know, pass it off to another guy. If you pass off Devin Tompkins from one guy to the guy behind you, you're done. You're cooked. Like, there is no way that's going to work. So they have to go with him. So someone's got to spy uh, Calvin Tyler coming out of the backfield on a swing route. And even when he catches the ball, even if you have a one-on-one matchup, whether it's a linebacker or whatever, they're hosed. Calvin Tyler is going to beat those guys 99.9% of the time. He has great footwork, really good footwork, and we saw what he can do when he can turn on the Jets and go and just like go three notches quicker. I mean, it's incredible. Again, 2197, all the tricks come out of the hat tomorrow. This is our yeah, chance actually, to move this program to the next level. I agree. I Yes, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, there. no, you're good. I totally agree. In fact, that was a point I was going to bring up. Uh, this coaching staff has shown that they have confidence in their players. Yeah. And they're not afraid to take risks. No. They believe in their guys, and they have confidence in their guys. And they're not afraid to to, uh, to try something tricky. I, I don't know that we've seen a lot of trick plays from Utah State just yet, but uh, I, I think there will be some things that will that they'll try to do to keep Boise State off balance. Yeah. Um, you'll. Uh, I think you'll see some trickery tomorrow. And I'll say... <laughs> And this is just pure speculation. I don't know anything. But I think you'll see someone besides Peasley and Bonner throw the ball once. Well, that was <clears throat> that was tried last week. Yeah. That was. You'll see it again. I think. Nine nine four eight redemption game for Frank Miley. Boy, this this there is a lot of emotions on that side of the sideline for two coaches. One in specifically, he's trying to downplay it as BJ told us, but I don't think I think when it comes when eyeballs you know go to that other sideline, he's wearing a different kind of blue. You know, Andy Avalos, that Boise State coaching staff, those players, they're going to get hyped for Frank. Yeah, like they did yeah. you wrong, Coach yeah. Miley. We're gonna go. I guarantee put a beat you, down on them for I you. I guarantee you that speech has been made. Uh, uh, if not this past week, it's been made today. Yes, I guarantee you that. Guarantee that at, is part of the at discussion. Their team week. dinner. It's Avalos making that speech, and maybe it's Frank making that speech too. Maybe it's Frank. There is going to be some serious emotion coming out of that that Boise State locker room for this game. Win it for Frank. Whew. <laughs> oh, buckle up. There's going to be some hard hitting. This is going to be a physical football game, Eric. There's going to be some talking. There's going to be some hard hitting. You're going to hear it on the TV, right? You're going to hear some loud hits. You're going to hear some smack talk. These two teams don't like each other. Uh, and Utah State's sick and tired of getting pushed around by Boise State. And they think they're the more physical and that they're more mentally tough than Boise State this year. Love to continue to get the uh, score predictions. We'll give ours coming up on the other side of this timeout. We want to get your score predictions for Saturday's game, 435-339-0321, right now on the Guild Mortgage text line.
This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back who rushes right into a wall. Now the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is a quick and affordable alternative to a complicated and expensive asphalt roof replacement. Your home and business roof may need help going into the winter months. Call 757-9642 and let Quality Pace Roofing see if RoofMax can save you thousands. This is a nationally recognized asphalt shingle rejuvenation process that extends the life of your roof up to 15 years beyond the warranty. Call Quality Pace Roofing 757-9642 or Google Quality Pace Roofing. Did you know aluminum cans are 100% recyclable? They can be recycled over and over again. Take your aluminum cans, aluminum siding, and rain gutters to Valley Recycling. It takes 95% less energy to recycle cans than make new ones. In fact, recycling just one aluminum can saves enough energy to power a TV for three years. And when you take your aluminum to Valley Recycling, you get paid. Yes, Valley Recycling pays for aluminum, copper, brass, and other metals. Recycle and get paid for it. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. High school football is the biggest game of the week. Every Region 11 football game broadcast on local radio and now also video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. Listen or watch the exciting action of every game. And after the game is over, go back and watch it again. This week, Bear River's at Green Canyon. It's homecoming for Logan as they host Skyview and homecoming for Ridgeline as they host Mountain Crest. Catch all the details on CashValleyDaily.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Andre Salveson. We'll give you our score predictions here in just a moment, but a reminder remind you, Friday Five Best. Who have been the five best linebackers in Utah State football history? Can I just tell you how tough that was? Oh my gosh! Don't ever let, don't ever let me come up with that hard. idea. Ever this again. was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Hey Eric, can I just add, like from a personal standpoint, from an Aggie fan standpoint, how amped are you for tomorrow? Like, how excited do you get about this? Fo- I walked into Walmart today. Okay, I, I go through the entrance, and an older man in a greeter, well vest, he stops me, and I'm like. I do. He pulls out his uh, he pulls out his phone, and he's looking at time. And I'm wearing my Utah State Aggie shirt. And he goes, "Okay, it's 10:55 a.m. right now." And I was like, "Okay." And he says, "So that means in 24 hours, we're gonna be kicking Boise State's bleep." And then he goes, just loud, goes, "Go Aggies!" And I was like, dude, I have never had that before. I've never seen people this amped up to want to go watch Utah State tomorrow. I have not seen this in, not for a football game, I should say. But like for a Walmart greeter guy to stop me and say that. And then I was walking around Walmart and you had people everywhere wearing Utah State stuff. Utah State shirts. This game's big. It is big. Uh, There are still seats available. I'm uh, looking at there's 
The ticket map right now looks like still a couple hundred seats up for sure up in the Upper East Side. Several hundred seats still available. So uh, Boise State could get those walk-ups. Hope they don't. Hope we have uh, people wearing the right color of blue. Yep. Up there cheering on the Aggies. I think. Look, I think you're always gonna like Boise State fans are gonna show up. That's that's how they are. They travel. However, well. I think having the 10 a.m. start may prevent more of them from showing up. They'd have to leave their homes at like 5 a.m. That's true. It is a long unless. Well, the problem is, is that like even like hotel availability is gone. In fact, I was talking to some of the national uh, engineer in the radio or a national TV crew setting up. They have to stay in Ogden because there's no hotels available in Logan. There's none. Zip. Zero. They couldn't find any. And they were looking a week ago, Eric. Wow. And they had to go stay in Ogden and then travel up to set up the rest of the TV broadcast. That's incredible, man. Hey, speaking of TV, I was able to sit with Aaron Taylor, who's going to be the color analyst for tomorrow's game with Rich Waltz on CBS. We were chatting for a little bit, and we know we're kind of just shooting back and forth. And I, I look at him and go, Aaron, can I ask you, like, what are your keys to the game? And Aaron says there's three things. And he says they all could benefit Utah State. Establish a run game. Dominate the pace of the game. And get off the field on third downs. You do that for Utah State. You're going to win. Establish a run game. Dominate the pace of the game. And don't turn over the ball. And, uh, sorry, uh, that was mine. Get off on third. Get, uh, get off on third downs. Make them have to punt it. I like that. I like that. It's pretty close to some of the other keys that we talked about. Yes, very close to some of the keys. Yep, absolutely. Uh, nine nine four eight with a score prediction: Boise State thirty four, USU twenty four. Quite the uh, amount of Boise State, you know, score or at least Boise State predictions that they're going to win. A lot of scores here though have um, have some high scoring. Yes. Absolutely. Although I thought that score looked familiar. Uh four zero eight six said Aggies over the Broncos thirty four to twenty four. Was that two years ago? What was the score two years ago when we lost to Boise and Boise? Do you remember that? Was that like a nine point game? I can't remember what that was. Two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Can't remember. Um hey everyone's picking a high scoring game and I am too. I think it I think it's gonna be a uh, a very high scoring game. All right, we've come to that time, Aj. Let's give our score predictions then. Okay, uh, keys and predictions then. Okay, here's my keys. Uh, Utah State needs to run the ball well. A take pressure off of Bonner, take pressure off of Peasley, run the ball well. And on the defensive side of the ball, you need two turnovers to win this game. You need two. I don't care how you get them. Give me two turnovers to win this game. Or a return for a touchdown from Savon Scarver. Do that and you're going to win this ball game. I like the Aggies, 34 31. Mm. Be a close game. Um, I I've kind of feel like I've already gone through my keys, which are kind of similar to that. Um, establishing a run, um, getting pressure on their quarterback. Because I agree with you. I think Bachmeyer can be uh, pressured into uh, getting a little more anxiety and he makes mistakes. Um, and then um, keep, keep uh, the Utah State quarterback clean. Give him protection. Give him time. Um, and I think that this, uh, I similarly think it'll be some points on the board. I think it'll be fun. I don't know if it'll be as many as we saw last week. But I'm predicting 37-31. And I've got the Aggies winning this. 
I think that look, this team is playing with a lot of confidence. This defense, yes, they gave up a lot of yards at Air Force, but they made the stops when it was necessary to get the stops. And I think they'll be able to get some some stops against this Boise State team a lot easier than they did uh, against Air Force. I like USU's chances in this. I think Boise is reeling a little bit. They might get a little bit desperate and try to get a little bit cute, thinking they're trying to fix their problems, and it might backfire on them. 37-31? 37-31. I like it. It's going to be great weather, man. I think they're going to be distracted with the Frank Miley story more than Utah State will be distracted with the Frank Miley story. Yep, I do too. I would agree with that. I think Utah State's going to have a lot of guys on that sideline that'll see Frank and Stacy Collins on the other side, and they'll say, "Hey, man, miss you, love you. Let's go play a game." But those guys on the other side, they've been talking about, "Hey, you, they did Frank wrong," which, you know, they're not wrong. <laughs> Frank Miley was not treated the best, and things no. did not go the best. No, but you know what? Move on. Yes. Move on. I think Frank, Utah State has. Frank's got a great job. He's in Boise State. He's happy there. We're fine. Right. I, Utah I, State football. I have got no new ill will staff. to Frank Miley whatsoever. I mean, Frank was really good to me too. Me and Frank had great conversations. I, I have no issues there. Two one nine seven forty five twenty seven Utah State. He thinks this one's gonna be a blowout. Wow. I like it. Eight zero zero three USU thirty eight Boise State twenty four. <laughs> Another blowout. Yeah. Been a few of those, huh? I like it. Um, how excited are you? Well, honestly, the, how excited do you get? The way this team's playing, Boise State is vulnerable. CBS is coming to town. This is weather's going to be beautiful. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. CBS. I mean, near sellout crowd. Um, and just like you said. Like I, I, I don't think I've had this much confidence that we could beat Boise State since 18. And before that, probably not since 1999, 98, 97, maybe somewhere around there. There's, I mean, honestly, I, 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 I didn't. Okay. Before 18, I didn't think we'd ever beat Boise State. Even in the, when, when, boy, when Utah State blew them out here, I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought Boise State was going to wreck them. Going into a game, I have not had this much confidence that Utah State was going to beat Boise State. Since 18, and we lost in 18. But this is our place, our house. I think the ball bounces our way here. Uh, all right, we'd love to continue to get your score predictions and uh, your keys for Utah State to come away with a victory. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, coming up on the other side of this timeout, uh, we'll get into our Friday 5 best. Who are the 5 best linebackers in Utah State history? Gosh dang it. This was not easy to put together. I do not feel very comfortable about my list. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, dude, I wrote it down. I'm like, we're going to get wrecked, Eric. You and yes. I are going to hear it from our listeners, as we should. But uh, love to get your thoughts, your nominations on that as well. 435-339-0321 on the Full Court Press. 
Hey, Aggie fans, shop Locker 42 before Saturday's 10 a.m. home game versus Boise State. Locker 42 is your source for everything Aggie. Put on a new Aggie-logoed hat that you picked out from the Locker 42 wall of hats. Short and long-sleeve Aggie t-shirts or an Aggie golf shirt. Stay warm with a new Aggie jacket. Pick out some Nike sideline gear or choose a popular Aggie hoodie. Shop either location, 1430 North Main, next to Little Caesars, or the flagship store, 36 South Main. Locker 42. What is love? Love is what we live for. Love is timeless, never-ending. Love is when you say your name with hers and it has that special ring to it. At Jarek's Fine Jewelry, we know what love is. Our fine collection of engagement rings feature a variety of diamonds and colorful styles. And if you can't find your perfect ring, Jarek's Fine Jewelry will help custom design one that is the perfect fit. When it's love, it's Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. This is Ryan at My Mattress. A few nights ago, my wife Amy and I were at a movie in Lewiston. It was late, so when we got out, we drove around a little bit. What did we notice? Every light in Lewiston was on. Nobody was sleeping very well. The next day, I checked my computer at My Mattress to see how many people in Lewiston were sleeping on an IntelliBed. The answer I found? Not many. Lewiston, I thought we had this figured out. If you want to sleep soundly, you got to buy an IntelliBed. Only at my mattress. Colonel? Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paper, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Okay, so sometimes when we try to come to come up with our Friday Five Best, it's pretty easy. Like putting it together is not really that challenging. We may disagree on you know who's what number or whatnot, but we generally have some of the same people or same topics. Uh, I have no idea what you've done over there. We have not discussed this beforehand, but I would just say personally, this is one of those that was really hard to put together. There are some yep. times where we do a Friday Five Best where it just comes together super fast. Okay, easy. I'll put it together fast. And then sometimes you really have to wrestle with it. And this was one of those. Uh, I did. I did not enjoy trying to put this together because I. It was. It was a challenge. Yeah. But it's that time, and we'd love to get your nominations as well. By the way, who have been the best linebackers in Utah State football history? Here now is my favorite story of the week. The Friday Five Best on the Full Court Press. Long weekend, baby. 
All right, our Friday five best. The five best linebackers in Utah State history. Ajay, you want to start? Yeah, so I hate that you're making me do this, man. Justin Rice is going to be my number five. Whoa. That guy wow. is going to be so good in the future. Like for the that he, one season? One season, Eric, and he's going to have a dynamic impact on this team. He's going to be your Mount West Conference Defensive Player of the Year. He may be your Mount West Conference Player of the Year. Which, as I have it here, only one other defensive player is done in Utah State, and we'll have that guy here later on the list. But that guy is a monster. I mean, and he's so IQ and so smart. I really had a hard time between him and David Woodward, but David Woodward's injuries just, for me, nudged him off just a bit. He, David Woodward could have been the, maybe the second greatest linebacker ever, and injuries just kept him away. It was so unfortunate, and I love David Woodward. Okay, we got Justin Rice, number five, after just three games. Uh, my, number five on my list is Nick Vigil. Nick Vigil, cr- just tremendous athlete. Great nose for the ball. 144 tackles in uh, 2015. Uh, that puts him eighth all time in a single season. Nick was just so athletic. I think he got overshadowed a little bit from his older brother. Sure did. But um, I think maybe a lot of us remember Nick for more of what he did to help Utah State offensively in a specific game. Um, but but what he did defensively, and in that game, he played on both sides. He was a two-way player that night, and he was phenomenal. But he was a great linebacker, and uh, he's still doing it in the NFL. Impressive stuff. Uh, now we get to the fun part, Eric. Jeez, <laughs> uh, n- this was hard. Uh, number four is going to be David Woodward. I, I was switching. Okay, so I'm not even joking. Actually, I thought about Bobby Watts. But Bobby Watts never made an all-in-sunbelt all team. Bobby Watts, as good as he was, made clutch plays, played for a really crappy football team. His impact didn't affect it that much in the game. And he never made an all. In fact, all these players on this list will have, will or did, make an all-conference team of some sort. Justin Rice will, period. Yeah, he will. So uh, David Woodward is my next pick. You know, I, I David Woodward play I always think about is the game against Colorado straight, uh, State, I believe, where he literally just took a ball out of someone's arms and ran for a touchdown. <laughs> that was so cool. Can you remember that? I do remember that. And then do you remember the Air Force game where he had like seven tackles and I think six of them were solo, and I think he got a concussion that game. And I was probably, I think that was it for him. The guy was legitimately just incredibly smart. He had he had a toughness about him, an incredible toughness that, like, you just, he, not a lot of that team had, at least not in 19, and he did. Um, I'm, I really do miss watching him play football. I wonder what he would have been like under Blake Anderson. Oof, yeah. And uh, Ephraim Bonda. Oh, uh, number four on my list, Hal Garner. This is going back a little ways. Uh, he played in the early 80s. Um, he was a, uh, a two-time all-conference first-teamer. Uh, he was selected third, or assuming the third round of the NFL. Uh, he's on the all-century team for Utah State. Just a, one of those great linebackers. And they, Again, that was a year or a, a season 
uh, a period of time, I should say, where football didn't win a ton of games, but he was constant. He was consistent. He was a great uh, presence for Utah State defensively. So I've got Hal Garner at number four on my list. Hal Garner, that's a name I haven't ever heard. All right, number three. You got to check out the all-century team sometime. I do. A lot of good players on there. Nick Vigil's at number three for me, a two-time first-team All-Mount West Conference player. Three years, 324 tackles before he left for the NFL. Kid was a baller. Kid could flat-out play. He had great instinct, great, a great sense for the game, was smart as could be. Um, yeah, I have Nick uh, Vigil as my number three. Number three for me comes uh, a guy who played in the early and the mid-90s, and that's Jermaine Younger. This guy was a beast. Uh, a monster. He had 22 tackles for loss in the 93 season, uh, 337 uh, for the, his career. Uh, just a very physical, athletic linebacker. He was a beast for Utah State. Uh, and, uh, again, this is – Kind of that time where I was becoming more aware personally of Utah State football and uh, always loved watching him play and just kind of an impact that he would have on the game. Jermaine Younger, number three on my list. You're going to get a lot of crap here in about five minutes from our text line because you're leaving somebody off. Uh, Zach Vitchell is my number two. 2014 Mountain West Conference Player of the Year, 389 uh, total tackles. 156 in his senior year. Eric, he had 43 and a half tackles for a loss. That's a school record. And don't forget, he was a walk-on. <laughs> he was a walk-on. It's the best walk-on we've ever had. Kill. <laughs> I For number two on my Friday Five Best of Best Linebackers in Utah State football history, Zach Vigil. Similarly, uh, this guy just... Uh, Gary Anderson fell in love with this guy. Uh, and um, the, uh, Matt Wells continued it on, saw what kind of impact he could have. But Zach and Nick were going to be professional bull riders, and Zach had a bad injury riding bulls, and his dad said, nope, you guys are gonna not going to do that anymore. Focus on football. And uh, Zach set the tone. Uh, look, there was this great... Uh, defensive presence that had been established with Bobby Wagner and, and Kyler Fackrell. And then Zach Vigil was in there and made a lot of that, just keep, kept it going. Um, Zach Vigil goes down as uh, for a single season, one of the best single seasons with tackles, 156 back in 2014. Um, and uh, he's fifth all-time in Utah State history with tackles. Just tremendous athletic player. And uh, just loved playing defensive football and getting in guys' faces. As hard as his list was, it will probably be the most driest, anticlimactic ending. Number one, obviously Bobby Watts. Guy was huge, had great hair. <laughs> it wasn't Bobby Watts. Could catch the ball. Bobby Boucher. No. <laughs> I mean, he's on the NFL all, all, all 2010's decade team. He's a Madden 99 player. That's just – and he's a Super Bowl champ. Best uh, linebacker in the league. He's the second best linebacker in the league. Actually, third best right now. Um, Highest paid. Yeah. Most tackles. I all mean, pro. He is an all pro, yes. But third best linebacker in the league. Best linebacker in Utah State history, though. Um. Did him and Vigil play together? 
I uh, don't think they did. How big of a shift? Yeah, they shift? did. They, oh, they did, did cross one year. 2011. How big of a shim is it? They only got one year together. <laughs> Him and the Vigil Boys, one year together. Give me two of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wagner's incredible. Um, his his resume speaks for itself. He'll be in the Utah State Football Hall of Fame down the road one day. Uh, Three-time All-Conference, 446 career tackles. He he ties Dell Lyles for the the tops. Um, the most tackles all time in USU football history. Hey, how did he not win conference player of the year? Like, how does, no offense, Zach, but how does the visual win it, but Bobby Wagner doesn't? It's <laughs> a good question. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. But Bobby Wagner was one of those guys that when he was younger, when he was starting out, I, he he knew where to go. He knew where to be, but he wasn't quite as as physical but he worked on that every year. This was a guy that was, what was he, like a two-star recruit, if even that? Wow. And um, the way that he just worked on his body, the way he worked on learning the game and watching film, uh, knew where to be, tremendous defensive leader for Utah State. Not just defensive leader, just tremendous leader for USU. Certainly his love for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is second to none also, but... Yeah, you and I agree. Bobby Wagner, number one, as the best linebacker in Utah State football history. Shouldn't even be close. Can I mention some honorable mentions? Go. A couple of guys that I thought long and hard about, but I just had a hard time getting him in my top five. Kyler Fackrell, just dynamic, long body, great edge rusher. Again, that's a guy that could have done more but uh, injuries kind of hampered him a little bit. Caught the ball sometimes. Caught the ball Well, sometimes. he was using certain offensive sets. <laughs> uh, Danilo Robinson is another one. Look, this guy had a game. I forgot about Danilo. Five, five sacks in one game. Block him. Against San Jose State. <laughs> Danilo Robinson. He was on my uh, honorable mention. Six two nine four thirty one twenty eight USU in overtime. I can see this game going extra minutes. Nine three one zero says Kyle Gallagher was fun to watch. Hey, see the who was the one that lit up the Colorado State kicker? That was Jake Dowdy. Oh man, God bless that young man. So and he got a flag for it too. Yes, he did. Dude, the kicker was like next to the ball, and you clock him, and they're like, yeah, oh, it was a live 15. ball, live action. He five three three eight flag wants to know. No Al Smith. Time to rethink those lists. Only Wagner had a more successful NFL career than Al Smith. Don't yell at me, but who's Al Smith? Uh, yeah, I don't know. 5338. This, this list is based on what they did college. at Utah State, yeah. too. If we're doing pro career, I'm sure Al Smith would be on there, as would Donald Penn. Al Smith... Uh, in 1986, had 166 tackles that year. That was good. Solid linebacker. We didn't put him on our top five. Oh, shame on us. So wait, did you? Which vigil did you leave off? I did not leave either vigil off. Oh, you had them both on. I did. I thought you left them both. On. Okay. No, Nick was at number five. Zach was at number two. <sighs> Man, I had a, look, had a. I love watching Justin Rice, but after three games, I cannot I know, declare I him. Know, I know. In the five I know, best of all time. I know. 
I know. I'm I'm jumping ahead of the gun, but I think he's going to be on that list. I think by the end of the season, after one year, you're going to... Who did you have? Uh, Honus Wagner or something like that? <laughs> Hal Garner. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he's going to be off the list, and you're going to replace it with Justin Rice. You might put Justin Rice at five, but you'll put him on that list. Okay. I'd love to get any others that you would recommend uh, that uh, should have made our Friday Five best. On uh, the best linebackers in uh, Utah State football history, and continue to get your score predictions for tomorrow's game. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Here on the Full Court Press. Bob here. Blessed with two children. Girls soccer and football are the sports of choice. All the fun. On a scale of 1 to 10 in the accident potential category, I'm a solid 12. Sure, I've got medical insurance, but what about the co-pays and deductibles? That's big money. The Bullock Agency, through an amazing supplemental accident program, pays me directly with every accident. Cash in my account. Who gets paid? Bob. Bob gets paid. Let the games begin. Go to thebullockagency.com for details. The Bullock Agency, your partner when benefits matter most. Getting engaged? For more than a century, SC Needham Jewelers has been selling diamond engagement rings. Known for our quality and impeccable service, you'll enjoy a relaxed and comfortable atmosphere. Choose from an expansive collection of natural and lab-grown diamonds. You'll find a beautiful diamond at an affordable price. Then we can mount it in her favorite ring. You'll get SC Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well-maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline and Snow Oil Change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, 2409. How does a guy from Cache Valley, the inside guy for Utah State, Oh no! And he never heard of Hal Garner, I, I'm local so- kid to play Logan High. I'm sorry. I'm I truly am sorry. Zero three nine one. Ajay's list of linebackers is from the last ten years. No, not history. Al Smith was an that incredible linebacker at USU, not just the NFL. <laughs> how come the I'm getting, five best how- linebackers in my lifetime of when I've been paying attention to Utah State football? How do you know who Honus Gant Wagner was? I'm sorry. Never heard of the guy. My bad. <laughs> oh, man. I just hope Utah State ain't listening to the show today. Uh, so um, our lists are fun because we can all disagree with them. Yeah. Hey, uh, I do got to ask you, oh, Eric, and I have to ask you. Um, okay, are you, is your Twitter account open? Yeah. Type in Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> it's, it's He's trending. Yeah. He well, is trending. Click, I on just, the, click on the trending jigger thingamajigger. So uh, I guess a reporter from Salt Lake City is just doing like man on the street interviews, just randomly grabbing people and talking to them about various topics. And she grabs, she sees Jordan Clarkson walking on the street. Doesn't recognize who he is. This is bad. Ask him to like spell, spell his, his name, name and everything. And do you go to a lot of jazz games? Do you go to any jazz games? Yeah. 
In deadpan, right. he's like, yeah, a lot. Have you been to the uh, – is there a video there? Yes. Do you, like, just – perhaps. Uh, Got to make sure the wrong things are – the right yeah. things are on and the wrong things are off. There you go. It's always helpful. Uh, let's try this again. Oh, this is just where she asked if he goes to jazz games. Yep. Oh, uh, Listen. Did you go to any jazz games? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, you are not good volume. at this board. Uh, that's just how the volume is on this – Clip. Okay, so anyways, yeah, the, the question is, do you go to a lot of jazz, or have you been to uh, jazz games? And he goes, yeah, I go to a lot. <laughs> and then she ended up seeing like on Twitter, realized, and how dumb her question was and how dumb she sounded. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, speaking of the Utah Jazz, some jazz news. Yeah, uh, news so today, Holly Rowe. Holly Rowe is going to be uh, the new sideline reporter. Actually, they list her as an analyst, Eric. Not as a sideline reporter, they list her as an analyst. Uh, and so Holly Rowe, leaving. Uh, but coming to- she's she's done phenomenal work. Oh, in she's incredible! Football in the WNBA, yeah, she at is, the Olympics. She, she got her start in awesome. Utah, so she's coming home. This is yeah, really this exciting. Is she's really excited as well. Very good. Uh, Matt Harpering will be leaving the broadcast team. He will no longer be a part of it. So Matt Harpering is gone. Uh, David Locke and Ron Boone will be your radio analysts here on 106.9 The Fan. And for Aggie fan or not, jazz fans, uh, to be able to go to a basketball game, concert, or any event at Vivens Rome Arena, you must be uh, vaccinated for 12 and over. You must have a vaccination or a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours, I think. But you must, yeah, one of the two. Yeah. So these teams are getting ready to report. Yeah, they start camp next week. Media days on Monday, virtually. Uh, I guess there's some controversy with Golden State, too, because Andrew Wiggins doesn't want to get the vaccine, and he's trying to use a a religious exemption. But the NBA reviewed it and denied it. Oh, man. So San Francisco Public Department of – San Francisco Department of Public Health, they've issued an order requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for all participants – 12 and older, at large indoor events. That includes the players and the participants. And he's claiming he wanted to use a religious exemption to not have to get the vaccine. The NBA reviewed his request, and they've denied it. So what's uh, what are the Golden State Warriors going to do? <laughs> he won't be able to play in their home games. Such a nightmare. Such a nightmare. Wow. The NBA says get vaccinated or don't play. Well, wow. and he and by the way, he will not get paid when he does not play. They will not pay him his game checks. That, does that seem a little harsh, though? No, he can continue to get negative tests, follow certain certain protocols. That's true. As long as he continue to test negative, how do you keep the guy out of the game? Just, just get vaccinated and call it good. Well, that's ob- absolutely <laughs> an easier way yet to do it. But it seems a little silly to me. They won't even let him play with. Regular testing. What were we doing a year ago? Eric, that's before... Jeez. I'm not having this discussion. (laughs) I ain't going this route. I'm not going down this deep hole. Hey, uh, a lot of fun uh, high school football games tonight here on a Friday night. We're here on the fan. We're at Skyview at Logan. It's Logan's homecoming. Uh, You can also watch it on CashValleyDaily.com. Green Canyon is hosting Bear River. That's on Light FM 100.9 for the Green Canyon side of things, one, uh, 104.9 the ranch in Boxhelder County for the Bear River point of view. 
Uh, and then Ridgeline has homecoming as well. They're hosting Mountain Crest tonight. That'll be on 104.5 The Ranch and 107.7 KLZX. Dave Simmons and uh, Nick Zollinger on the call. That game also will be viewed, and you can video stream it, on CashValleyDaily.com. Tomorrow morning, KVNU game day coverage begins at 9 a.m. Begin uh, your uh, your day with Al Lewis as he breaks down and gives you the great insight of uh, this big matchup between Utah State and Utah State. Get to the uh, to the stadium. There's still seats available if you haven't got them yet. And the game kicks off at 10 a.m. If you can't make it, you can watch it on CBS. And as soon as the game is over, we'll have uh, KVNU Aggie call on KVNU and on this station, taking your phone calls and your reactions. We'll hear from the coaches and the players about what happened between Utah State and Boise State. Both IJ and I are picking the Aggies. And I'm not saying that just to try to be a fanboy. No, I think Utah this, State can win this I game. I think Utah State wins this game. Yep, I do too. I think offensively and defensively, they have the tools and they have the confidence. Let's hope we're talking about a win. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine what Monday's going to be like if we win this ball game? It'll be a ton of fun. And then we're getting for a short week against BYU at home, and it could be two undefeated teams. And it's never happened. Oh, I couldn't find a chance heck. where it's the time when it's happened. Soil myself. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody.